In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, we're continuing our series about relationships, and we're going to talk about fulfillment. What does that mean? I don't know. Let's find out together. Stick around. We're going to talk about what fulfillment in a relationship means. And as usual, we'll give away a bunch of free stuff. Hang in there, folks. We will be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is happening, my friends? It is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist. The one and only. We are back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back, Matt. That's Matt Fox, the other voice you hear. He does everything behind the scenes, recording, Facebook Live. um, Yeah, as you can see. Drink filler. As you can uh, see, I'm just really enjoying myself. Matt's (laughs) kicking back and relaxing, and uh, he's having a good time. Where are you people? On dope? (laughs) (laughs) I just had to. No. Hey, why not? Be relaxed, yeah. you know? That's what this show is all about. I'm enjoying some Four Roses, by the way. Oh, you are? Yes. Jealous. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Did, did you have not have four? Oh, no, we didn't pour you a Four Roses. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, uh, I've am i got a long week ahead of me, and I don't want to uh, yeah, jinx it's anything. Just, it's just as much, man. That, <laughs> that's the name of my porno. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> Sure, I can. We say it at home all the time. Of course. Yeah. So, did you see that meme I sent you? Yes. And it was uh, Samwise Gamgee. Yes. And it was at po- a grocery store. Potatoes. Yes. Potatoes and potatoes. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. One of the funniest things I've seen in a long I've, time. I, I I was going to send you something back, and I got sidetracked. I saw a shirt on one of the one of the YouTube channels. I I bounce around on. And he's got a shirt, and it, it says potatoes, and it's spelled out phonetically. <laughs> and then there's a box. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Uh-huh. It's on a T-shirt. It's fantastic. I, I got to find that or get one made. I think that would be fantastic. Yeah, that's great. I ain't listening to you no, no more. No, it's hilarious. My, my son and I do this. Ethan and I do this all the time. Yeah. Every Ken- time we Ken- have. Kendra loves you she, for it. She's, <laughs> Kendra will tell you she hates Lord of the Rings. <laughs> She's like, just throw the ring in the fire. Be done with it. It <laughs> doesn't have to be f- 10 hours of nonsense. I was going to say, it only yeah. took 10 hours right, of Right, exactly, right. So right. so we're here in the podcast, Your Voice, Southfield Studios, hanging out, doing yeah. a podcast. For those of you out there, I haven't plugged this in a while. If you, you're interested in doing a podcast, maybe you're thinking, how do I do it? Well, how, where do I start? What do I do? Con- uh, contact podcastyourvoice.com. Mm-hmm. You walk in here, you sit down, you record, and you go home. Yeah. You do have to, you know, send your show notes, which I... You do. <laughs> sometimes I do. Eventually. And sometimes I, yeah, I get, get a little behind sometimes, but uh, yeah, I, I can't get fired since it's my podcast. Clean up your desk. You're gone. <laughs> so, 
but yeah, it's super easy. They handle everything. As far as everything getting posted to podcast, podcast platforms, you don't have to worry about any of that. Right. You just talk and leave. That's right. it. But you, but there's there's more to it than that. I, I agree. And yes. that's uh, other part of what Podcast Your Voice does is the coaching. Yes. And helping folks to understand, you know, there there is a certain way of podcasting. However, most podcasts won't last the first 10 episodes. Yes. Because there's no direction. Right. For someone yes. to have a honest-to-goodness podcast, they need to have the proverbial shit together. Yes. Okay. Well, well and, and here's the other thing, and I, I don't want to burst anybody's bubble. But you're, not, you're not going to walk in here and do 10 or 20 episodes and be a Joe Rogan. No. God That's no. not going to happen. No. You, it's, it's, it's about consistency. It's about building an audience. Mm-hmm. It's about having a relationship with your audience. Mm-hmm. That is what how you build something up. You can talk about whatever you want. There are podcasts yes, about, there, there, about there, sneakers, yes, for goodness sakes. Yes, okay? absolutely. There's a niche for whatever you want to talk about out there. Correct. Yes. But you just have to be able, like you said, to be able to connect, yep. grow an audience, and, and at least be able to – and I, I keep using the word verbalize. Yes. But you have to have a, a vernacular to not just – talk to a microphone you have to be able to talk to everybody absolutely and, and you can't just meander about right. rambling right and not get anywhere <laughs> so and 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 this is the last thing i'll leave you with i i <laughs> yes. went i went through broadcasting school a long oh, time yes, ago way yes. back in 94 right. and one of the instructors god love him i still remember that remember this to this day is like when you're on a microphone you got to be like you're going to the barbecue yeah <laughs> all right so you have to be in, you have to be you know, energetic and yes. always just be be on and when you're on a microphone. Go to be at the barbecue. You just can't go to the library. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, well, and I've said this numerous times, folks. I, I I do a mental health podcast. That's what this is about. Yeah. And I, I've 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 checked out. I've 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 listened to hundred other different podcasts about mental health, and they all seem to be the same way. Oh, well, hi there. This is this is Julie. And you know, I'm sorry that you're in a shame spiral, but we want to fix that. Uh, All right, stop, that negative stop, thinking stop, pattern. stop yeah, it. You know, <laughs> just stop it. Yes, I know. It's, but, but but to go back, you know, we we want to help folks to be to actually have a good time doing a podcast. No, absolutely, that's the whole thing. Right. If you're not having fun, what, what's the point? Right. And here's the great thing: we're talking about mental health issues, some of them very serious. But but the whole thing is that 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 if you take this dour solemn sullen approach mm-hmm. people are going to be like oh my gosh i can't listen to this right yeah you, you have to you have to infuse some kind of enthusiasm for whatever you're talking about because here's the thing and and i'm not I'm sorry for the vernacular but i'm not blowing myself here but <laughs> i've been practicing for 30 years you know what you're i know some about. things yes and i want to help people out there who Want the help. That's the whole point of this. And this is just another way of outreach yes. for you to help individuals. No, exactly. I mean, maybe you live in, you know, maybe you live in California or maybe you live in Germany and, and you can't visit me in my office, but at least I can get to you this way where something you can listen and take valuable information and implement it in your own life. That's the whole point. So, yeah, that that's great. So, it, it, so so back to the original point. Yeah, if you have a podcast idea and you want to talk about something and you, and you're really kind of um, excited about it, yeah, podcast your voice. They will help. That 
you don't have to worry about anything. Yep. Just be yourself. Game on. Game on. Where can people find you? Let me tell you you where you can find me. (laughs) My website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. As I mentioned in the last episode, I'm I'm reloading all of the show notes from all of our podcasts going back to episode one. may take a while, but they will all be there. So you can get it in one place. Now, you can also find those show notes on your podcast platform, wherever you're listening. And wherever you're listening, excuse me, wherever you're listening, please connect, subscribe, apply whatever you have to do to get connected to the podcast that way you don't you don't have to look for it and the big thing is leave a review i know people ask that you know i've I've watched so many youtube channels are like oh yeah please click like and please subscribe and all of that but but it does help because the more subscriptions the more people subscribe the more people see it the more the bigger and and the bigger our show becomes and that's the whole goal is to reach as many people as we can. Yep. So do that. Uh, my Facebook and YouTube are both Motor City Hypnotist, and on Instagram and Snapchat are both Motor City Hypno H Y P N O. And I will say, um, it is not active yet. I'll just I'll make this announcement, and some people may want to stone me for it, but um, I've also started a TikTok channel. Have you? Now, here's the thing. I have this 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 love hate thing with with social media. Okay. I think 90% of it is just a waste of time and just a, a, a sea of excrement. <laughs> but How do you really feel about it? <laughs> but here's the thing. I know many, a majority of our population are on social media in one form or another. And TikTok is really big, and, and I hate to say this because I'm old, but w- with the younger crowd, you know, ages 16 to 30, you know, the, the so... Um, look for videos to be coming on TikTok where I can give you 30, 60 second insights into mental health and give you tips and, and advice and things like that. Okay. So check that out. That is coming. Um, for your free hypnosis guide, text the word hypnosis to 313-800-8510. And again, that's 313-800-8510. You will get a text within a few minutes back from me it's automated and it will list some information probably asking for a review which is fine and then your link to download your free hypnosis guide and as usual as i said subscribe and leave a review that helps tremendously love it and real quick thank you amy my sister she says i know i'm late happy birthday thank you amy i appreciate it love you too and uh it is time here we go for our winner of the week How winning is done. So, our winner of the week—it's a very—it's—it's it's a very good story, but but it's got a connection. Um, Matt, are you a fan of Stranger Things? I am looking forward to the final season. Yes. Of, okay. Yes. So, let's start the story. Netflix's Stranger Things has won twelve primetime Emmys mm-hmm. and tens of millions of fans over the course of its four seasons. But it may have ultimately achieved something even greater than that. It saved a man's life. Go on. Is that a great opening line or what? It is. Go on. A 12-year-old named Austin McMillan was able to revive his behavioral therapist, Jason Paquette, after he partially drowned by using CPR that he learned while watching the television show. (laughs) McMillan was swimming with Paquette in his home's pool 
when at a certain point the therapist wanted to see how long he could hold his breath underwater. He racked up an impressive six minutes. Think about that for a minute. He didn't rack that up. No, no. Listen, that's what I said. He racked up an impressive six minutes, though it's unclear how many of those minutes were voluntary. (laughs) Because what is clear is that at a certain point, he lost consciousness. Yeah. (laughs) What happened? Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, McMillan quickly grabbed the man after realizing he wasn't coming up, dragged him out of the water and began running around the house screaming for help. When help didn't come, he returned to Paquette's side and performed CPR. Okay. The whole ordeal was captured on a ring camera. Oh, for goodness sakes. I just saw it from a TV show, Stranger Things, Austin told ABC News. After I gave him CPR, he woke up a few minutes later. (laughs) Paquette believes he lost consciousness about 30 seconds into his underwater attempt, but doesn't know why. So it's feasible this guy spent minutes underwater, uh-huh. unconscious, uh-huh. and this 12-year-old kid brought him back. Good. It was definitely a really proud mom moment. He's really brave and courageous, said Christina McMillan, Austin's mom. Okay. It's a reminder that movies and te- television aren't a complete waste of time, and that if you happen to be planning a CPR scene for your production, make sure it's the real technique. It could save a life. Well, then I just want to go out on a limb and thank George Clooney, Anthony <laughs> Edwards, anyone from ER, from ER, ER and, and just thank anyone who's who's on a medical or hospital I, show. I or, can, yes, I, I know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's crazy, but I mean, I, I guess that could, uh, you know, if you're just watching it. Oh, da, 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 like this in the background. What the fuck is it with no, you? I'm glad that he paid enough attention to know what to do in a crisis situation. Well, and I, and I will say, just as a disclaimer, don't take that as gospel. No. For CPR. No. I mean, the kid had an idea of what to do. Yep. He did what he thought he should do, and yep. it did help. Yep. But you want to know the proper way. But but in this case, the kid did what he thought he should do, right. which saved a guy's life, right. which is fantastic. It's just a cool story. I love so, it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the television is not necessarily a a, uh, a boob tube or a, a mind pollutant. You know, who knows? <laughs> it's education. What in blazes are you talking about? It, 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 it could help. Yeah, I so, watch enough. I, I watch enough. You know, Looney Tunes back in the day to know <laughs> what not to, know, to not do. to drop an anvil on your head. Bam, bam, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, our winner of the week. How weird it is done. I don't know about you, Dave, but <laughs> yeah. uh, what I got out of Stranger Things is that don't go to the upside down. That's no, absolutely. I took, that's just don't go. go. Just don't go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and don't play metal guitar uh, attracting uh, bat creatures to you. No, no, no. You do that if you go into the upside down. Well, yeah. Oh, that's true because they were in the upside down there. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. So, back to it. So, folks, we're talking about relationships, are continuing our series and, and hitting all kinds of different areas of relationships. Today, we're talking about fulfillment. Okay. Now, well, what does what does fulfillment mean? That's a you know that's a very it's, it's, broad question. It is. It is a very broad question, and that's why I ask it. So, a fulfilling relationship, I'm assume, is what everyone strives for. 
Nobody goes into a relationship saying, ah, I hope my relationship's okay. Or, you know, I hope I'm not fulfilled with this relationship. <laughs> Most people want to go into it and, and feel like this is fulfilling. This is this is worth it. This is um, something that I've always wanted. So, so when I say fulfilled, it, it's difficult to explain exactly what that means because it may be different for every person. Mm-hmm. But, but I think, and and again, this is kind of a cop out, but I think you know it when you experience it. You know when you feel fulfilled. You know when things are really good. It's 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 that feeling when you're with somebody and and. You just know that it's right. Right. Um, Correct. <laughs> so here's the thing. It involves a, finding a partner who can provide a sense of satisfaction, contentment, happiness. And, and again, these are not like static things that just stay. There are ups and downs in every relationship. But at the base, there should be this sense of fulfillment. Like this is the right person. Mm-hmm. Now, again, that's vague and that's very um, subjective. But – for people who know what I'm talking about, it's it's kind of something you just know. Uh, you feel supported, you feel understood, you feel valued by your partner, mm-hmm. and all of those are good feelings. Um, they meet your, they meet your emotional, your physical, your intellectual needs. Um, they talk to they you. They not only listen to you, but they 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 value what you stay say, and you have conversations that that help you feel better. They they speak to you, not at you. That yeah yeah absolutely. So so when you're looking for for for, for fulfillment, you you want to understand somebody's desires and where they come from and what their aspirations are, and you support them with those things. Um, so so for example, let let's say you're in you're in a relationship and you have a partner, and and you you have this desire to be. A professional of some type. Let's okay. say I'll, I'll just pull one out of the air. A nurse. You're okay. like, oh, I really want to be a nurse. Okay. Maybe you're in your 30s or 40s. Whatever. Wait, wait. Didn't your father do that? He did. All right. Yep. And that's why I brought that one up. All right. And then your partner says, oh, you're too old to do that. Why would you want to do that? You don't want to do that. That's a that's a terrible profession. You know what I mean? So, so um in, in go, going back to Matt, what Matt just said, my my dad worked. He was a blue collar worker. He worked worked at Great Lakes Steel for years. Sure, and uh, got laid off because he was over fifty. This was back in the seventies, right, you know, right, right. early eighties, so they could do that. Um, and then he went to nursing school, and he ended up being an RN for for most of the rest of his life. I love it, you know. So, but but a partner who just kind of doesn't doesn't value your goals or your 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 desires or your aspirations mm-hmm. and th- and that exists out there it sounds silly to say this but i see couples all the time and it's like yeah they don't support each other and what they want and their goals mm-hmm. and and really things that are meaningful to them and think about that you're never going to feel fulfilled if you're if you're in a relationship like that um so so it goes beyond just mere satisfaction or just this fleeting happiness. It's this deeper sense of connection with somebody who like truly knows you and says like, yeah, you'd be great at that. Yeah. You, you, you have a natural ability to do that. That would be fantastic for you. Um, so, so how do you get fulfillment? How do you know if this, if your partner is, is fulfilling to you? Um, we go back to, to, again, things that we've covered, open communication, trust, respect, compromise, shared values. Mm-hmm. These are all essential ingredients to be able to feel fulfilled in a relationship. 
So if you don't feel fulfilled, this is where we go back to a lot of things we've addressed already. You need to establish the friendship. You need to have great communication. Mm-hmm. You need to have understanding. And 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 I I know these are there these are very vague terms, but but these all contribute to that sense of being fulfilled. So there's fulfillment as far as situational fulfillment, but there's also emotional fulfillment. And that's another section that we're going to get into here. So emotionally, what does your partner need? Now, here's here's the thing, and I, and I can just make up an example. This is based on, again, probably an amalgamation of all different people I've seen over the years. But maybe maybe you have a husband who is very jealous of just attention or other women or okay. whatever or other men wh- whatever and then you then then you have a wife who's like not doing any, anything wrong but the fact that she talks to a male coworker mm-hmm. the husband gets upset so and and I know that this happens a lot in in either way I'm I'm not picking on just the men it, it can go either way sure but at some point we have to get farther deeper into this and find out why are you so why are you so suspicious there there's a level of trust that they 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 don't know how to deal yes exactly exactly they're they're missing that level of trust and i will tell you either be be it male or female it doesn't matter if you have that lack of trust most of the time not all the time again most of the time it's your own sense of insecurity that's driving that right and that is something as a couple you would need to talk about because unless you resolve that, you're never going to be in a fulfilling relationship. And that sense of insecurity may may come from how you were raised or yep. a previous relationship. Prior relationships, which I, I – God, if I've said this a million times, I tell people just because you had a bad relationship in the past doesn't mean it's going to be bad going forward. Yeah. And a lot of people can't let that go. It, it's and, and we talk about, you know, a lot of times, I mean, this is the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. We've talked about hypnosis to change thinking patterns. And this is a big one because it's it's almost like PTSD. If you've oh, had yeah. a bad experience in a relationship, it tends to stay with you because you assume that's the same thing that's going to happen going forward. And that's a big thing to try to work through. Yes. And, and try to get beyond because if you can't trust your partner, you're not going to have a fulfilled relationship. It's just not going to happen. Sure. So I know every relationship is unique and you can't compare one to the other. It, it's it's just different for everybody. But I'm going to give you some do's of, of a fulfilling relationship. All right. These are things you should do. All right. Maintain a meaningful emotional connection. So studies in neurobiology have shown the significance of an emotional safety for maintaining a strong bond with your partner. Uh, By creating an environment of emotional safety, both partners can experience feelings of fulfillment, love, and security within the relationship. And it's not on an intimate side. This is on it. No, this is just emotional. Okay. You know, you know, if, 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 if your partner is, is, um, sad or if your partner is anxious or if your partner is depressed understanding that and being able to to try to help as much as you can on your side mm-hmm. with the things your partner is experiencing um it's it's 
being emotionally available. Now we go back and I mentioned this, I think last episode, Matt, because I, I kind of bashed on the men for this a little bit. Typically speaking, men are less emotionally available than women. No, you're not wrong. <clears throat> it's just from experience and it's just from what I've seen over 30 years of doing this. So, so a lot of times men are fairly closed off. They, they're, they're not comfortable expressing their emotions or how they feel or expressing sadness or expressing feelings of inadequacy, whatever that may be. Okay. Um, but, but unless you can express that, you're, you're never going to be able to be fulfilled because you could have a very supportive partner who can help you with those things or can encourage you to, to, to address a lot of these issues that you feel you're lacking in. Mm-hmm. Um, so maintain a meaningful emotional connection. That's one. Um, welcome respectful disagreements. Now, this big thing is you're going to have disagreements. It happens in every single relationship. There's the, if, if you're, if you live with somebody full time, you're going to have conflict. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. Here's the thing. Disagreements can be respectful. They don't have to be arguments. They don't have to be yelling. They don't have to be anything. Conflict is a natural part of human history. It's existed since the very beginning. So here's the thing that you have to have when you have conflict. You have to have a sense of safety and security when there's a conflict. If you feel like somebody is threatening, that is not safety and security. That will not work. Um you have to be free of fear that there's there'll be some kind of negative repercussions if you disagree with someone. Okay. Like they'll hold it against you or or retaliate in some way. Um so when you have respectful disagreements, here's here here are the couple of outcomes. You can just agree that, oh well, we disagree on that. Okay, cool. That's fine. Um But there's gotta be a common ground. Yeah, right. But the important thing is that you approach the disagreement with respect and respecting your partner's views, even if you don't agree with them. Mm-hmm. Now, there is a level, and again, when you're when you're partners with somebody or married to somebody, there are part there, there are definite. I don't want to say deal breakers, but there's there are definitely major differences there, you may have. There are lines in the sand. Yes, yes. yes. I mean, I, and I'll use the I'll use a very very. Um, apparent one that that would probably be disagreeable for most people that oh i want to see other people (laughs) well shit well i'm just saying but in some relationships that might be acceptable right but in most relationships that that would be a that's a hard no yeah that that that's that's not an acceptable relationship (laughs) arrangement let's say that Here's a big one, and this is I see this with couples a lot. Maintain outside relationships, hobbies, and interests. Okay. Meaning you still have your own life. Even though you are a partner with someone, that doesn't mean you give up everything that you enjoy. Okay. Friends, relationships, interests, hobbies. I've always said this. You you have your own interest, in, and it doesn't matter how much you want your partner to like it. They're not going to like it. Sure. They're not going to, to be into that interest or hobby. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a good example. And this is not a negative because my wife's very supportive. But Podcasting? No. Podcasting? <laughs> no, she likes this because she listens every week. Uh, I, I know I've said this for a year. It's mm-hmm. almost a year I've been building my, my Jupiter 2 model. Yes, you have. And uh, it's progressing. 
Okay. I work on it every weekend. It, it's like it's like it's like for me it's it's satisfying because it's it's engineering because it's not just putting it together. It's making it better and modifying it. And and for me, I can spend four hours at a table figuring out would, how to make this better. Would you say it centers you? Yeah. 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 I enjoy it. I feel peace. I just – it's like I have a zen moment. Mm-hmm. I just get into it and I do it. And when I get it, I'm like, yeah, that's good. Now, I know my wife is never going to sit down and do a model <laughs> on the table. Do you know what I mean? That, sure. That's not her interest. Now, she's supportive of it, but but she's not going to do it. So there's certain things you're not you're not going to do together. But my, my important thing is she doesn't criticize it. Right. And you don't use it as an excuse to get out of doing no, something. Right. Yes. And, I, and I, it's not an escape to get out of doing that's, relationship things. That's that, the important that, part. And, and that's a great point, Matt. That is the healthy balance mm-hmm. of having outside interests and also spending time working on your relationship right. or, or solidifying your relationship. Um, so yeah, make sure you maintain outside hobbies, activities, and relationships. I, I've, I've seen many couples over the years where they only spend time with each other. They're never apart. And I'm like, that's not good. Yeah, It's not. It's just, it just isn't. And I can say it with all sincerity. It's not good. So I, I will share with you when it comes to hobbies, you know, professional careers. Yes, I am a DJ and yep. I have DJed a ton, hundreds of weddings. Oh gosh, yeah. In in my years, and I made the conscientious decision to retire yep. from the industry because I wanted to focus on myself. Yep. For one, and number two, I wanted to be able to have some type of a normal life. Not having to be contracted a year and a half out. Sure. Okay. Yep. yep. But those those weekends that I have, I thoroughly enjoy because mm-hmm. I can do things with my partner yep. and my kids. Mm-hmm. And I don't have the stress or yep. the anxiety of I can't be there. Yep. And but that was a conscientious. Well, conscientious. It's, it's funny you say that, Matt, because I, I'm I'm not nearly as many as you do, but. But well, some depending on the time of year, but, but I have gigs and Mm -hmm. sometimes I have to be away and, but it takes, that's part of, you know, uh, it's part of what we do, but yeah, you're right. At some point, what, what do you want to focus on? But I didn't do it to, you know, to spend time with my partner. I made that decision because I wanted to get to know myself Yep. aside, you know, outside of obligations. Right. My obligation is to myself and to my partner and my relationship. Yep. But I had so many outside influences. Uh I wasn't able to focus. Put your full effort into it. My full effort. Thank you. Yep. There we go. Yep. Number four, strive for honest and open communication. Sure. This sounds very simple. Many people are not honest. Mm -hmm. They don't communicate. Mm -hmm. Um, if you want to have a strong, fulfilling relationship, you need to be open and transparent and honest in your communication. It's, it's as simple as I can say it. And, and there's no way to expound on that. Gesundheit. Excuse me. Hey, we're human. It happens. Absolutely. So it's this is this is, again, very, very subjective. It's very. um it's hard to define, but, mm-hmm. but, but you need to be honest and open with your communication mm-hmm. because you're not going to have a strong relationship and, if that doesn't happen. Right. And going back to what you said, men, 
you know, they typically aren't able to share as much as, right. you know, their partner may want them to. Yep. And it's that, again, I'll say the word vernacular. They don't have the vernacular to express how they feel. Yeah. Sometimes. With, yeah. Without yeah, sounding absolutely. like an absolute asshole. Right. Right. Yeah. Without being in, yeah. Without being in a negative idiot necessarily. Yeah. yeah. Um, and five, focus on the positives. Mm-hmm. Don't always dwell on negatives like, oh, this is wrong. Oh, that's wrong. Oh, you didn't do the dishes. Oh, the laundry's piling up. I mean, I could, I, you know, and this, this goes either way, but, uh-huh. but it, we, it's, it's human. I think it's human nature that we always things, we always look at things like, oh, you didn't do that. Oh, you, you, you're, you're, this, this is not good. Oh, this is negative, whatever it is. Right. And it's easier to look at the negatives. I, I, I don't know why that is, but it just is that way. And focus on the positives. Focus on things that you know are good. Focus on things that you, you value about your partner. Focus on things that are are positive. Really, that, that that's as easy as I can say it. Mm-hmm. Focus on the positives. Yeah. Yeah, if you, you do that, yeah. here's the thing. If you focus on positives more than negatives, you're going to be a happier person. Yes. I, I, I know this. I see it every day. If you if you think positively, and I know it sounds very simplistic, uh, there, there's an old book back in the seventies. I'm going to say maybe. Animal Farm. I'm nope, nope. I'm um, kidding. The Power of Positive Thinking by Vincent Peale. Okay. I remember reading that. I think I was in high school, and at the time, I was like, "Ah, this is a crock of crap," you know. <laughs> but but there is something to that. Your mindset dictates how you feel. Little did and you if know. If you focus on the positives, you're going to feel better, mm-hmm. and in, in in doing that, your relationship will be better. So focus on the positives with your partner, and I'm I'm I guarantee you that will make a huge difference in how you interact. Sure, absolutely. So, what we're going to do, folks? Uh, I still have. I'm I'm, I'm going to finish. We're going to stretch this out one more episode for f- fulfillment, and we're going to talk about the don'ts of a relationship. Oh. Coming up next episode. All right. So, but and I'll preface this. Yes. The do's are super important. Absolutely. The don'ts are super important. They are. The, the don'ts are also very, you need to balance the do's with the don'ts and look at them together and say, okay, yeah, I see this. <laughs> so but the don'ts are very important. And, and I, and, and I, I just said, focus on the positive, but we need to address some of the negatives of, because and, that happens. Of course it does. Yes. So I, I'm very excited for, for yep. the next episode, yep. but I will share with you that I've learned and taken away quite a bit from you this evening. Fantastic. Um, and you know, there's, there's a lot of things happening in everybody's lives and every once in a while they'll listen to a podcast or this podcast and they'll go, you know what? That makes sense to me right absolutely freaking now yes and, and that's the whole thing a lot of times people just need confirmation or validation of what they're feeling and thinking Yep. because they might think wow am i the only one who thinks this way and it's like no, no you're not you're not alone and that's the whole thing with therapy and this is the other thing i want to really push in general i know most men kind of look at therapy and think it's kind of a weakness or think it's like oh i what what's it going to help just go and talk about things sure but 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 i'm telling you just take that step a majority and i'm and i'm and i'm probably going to be guessing here a little bit but i have a pretty good idea probably 70 percent of our clientele in our clinic are female that's just telling it's just telling because i i 
you know, it, it's not just for women. Men, you can you can find your sensitive sides and you can come to therapy and talk about what's 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 bothering you. It, it really is for everyone. I, I am, and I will share with you, David, that I am actually very proud of myself mm-hmm. to focus on the positive. Yep. Uh, that I took that step. Yes, a couple absolutely. Years ago, and yep. it, it it did nothing but great things for me. Yep. You know, emotionally, mm-hmm. mentally, um, I was able to make choices and stick to my guns, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Right. Ab- absolutely. Um, and I'm I'm just very happy that I was man enough to mm-hmm. take that step. Absolutely. And I'm a much much better person for it and and i will also say this i'm not and i'm not saying this on the other side of the aisle like oh you need to do this most therapists need a therapist (laughs) yeah i've seen therapists my entire life on and off Mm -hmm. everybody should be talking to someone that's the big thing i want to get across Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter your gender doesn't matter what situation you're in therapy is helpful it it wouldn't exist if it didn't help think about that yeah it, it it would be like Yugos. They didn't work. They wouldn't be around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Therapy's been around for hundreds of years. Sure, that's why it works. Yep. So before we exit, so so join us next time, folks, for part two of fulfilling relationship. But the don'ts and the don'ts. All right. and we're going to talk about those. In the meantime, before we end today, let me show you our Detroit dog rescue, uh, sweetie. Sweetie. Sweetie needs a home. What type She's of She's a Jack Russell Shepherd mix. Wow. Female will be about 30 or 40 pounds. Good dog for that. friendly, cat friendly, kid friendly. Good for that, Jack there Russell. There is <laughs> there is Sweetie. I wonder if uh what if the Jack Russell was male or female. Yeah, that's, that was that's a, why it, I'm wondering which one it was. Yeah, if that was a male, good on you. <laughs> yeah. But look at that face. Aw. Yeah. All right. So Sweetie Needs a Home, DetroitDogRescue.com. Check it out. Again, print it today. So she's available as of, well, unless somebody adopted her in the last six hours. Right. She's there. Awesome. Ready to go. All right, folks. Join us next episode when we finish up on fulfilling relationships. In the meantime, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. I will see you next time.